Praise the Lord. It's wonderful to be in his house this morning. If you have your Bibles, please turn to the book of Romans chapter 8. There are many conflicts in this life. Battles and struggles. Encounters and occurrences. And we do understand that we can create conflicts. The Bible warns against this. And we know that by way of waywardness, we can drive ourselves into conflicts. Setting this aside, the believer endeavoring committed to serve the Lord will find themselves in conflicts and should find themselves in conflicts. For the Christian, conflict is to be viewed differently than it is by the unbeliever. For us, conflict is a great means for growth in grace. The battles we face, the struggles, the encounters, the occurrences that come our way. It is there in the midst of conflict we see the works of the Lord. And these times in our lives cause us to know by experience the saving strength of our God. These times bring invaluable experience. Experience that brings growth in grace that cannot be attained by any other means. You know the conflicts you've faced. You know the conflicts you are facing now. And there will be conflicts in the future. Can we view conflict in the light of the faith? Romans 8.37, yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. You know, we read the Word of God, we read these great stories, the great accounts of the faith where God moved miraculously on behalf of his people and how he moves mightily through those that are his. These true stories would not exist had there not been a conflict. The victories we read of, the great stories of victory, the great stories of those that conquered through him. I want to ask the question today, would we choose a conflict-free life? Let's simply answer this way. I choose the life the Lord desires. Because He knows what's best. And He knows what needs to be worked in me and worked out of me. He knows what needs to take place in order for His kingdom to prosper in the earth. He knows the conflicts He has for me. The conflicts necessary to complete my calling and destiny. Now, we may not always understand the conflicts, but with these come the opportunity for growth in grace. 
Now, am I saying this morning that we should go looking for conflict? That we might grow in grace? No. Yet there are conflicts for those determined to serve the Lord. And when we find ourselves there, let us remember whose we are and who is on our side. It's here we grow in grace from strength to strength. Grace to grace. Growth in the grace and knowledge of our God. Growth in the experience of His great grace. Growth in the knowledge of who He is. His might and His power. It's in this place that we grow in relationship with the Lord, knowing the power of our God. You know, I'd suggest today that conflict strengthens relationship. But we have to view it in the right light, and we have to deal with it in the right manner. Otherwise, conflict can harm relationship, break relationship, and instead of grace growing, grace decreases. I share these words, Charles Spurgeon We must do business in great waters. We must be really on the deck in a storm if we would see the works of the Lord and His wonders in the deep. We must have stood side by side with King David. We must have gone down into the pit to slay the lion or have lifted up the spear against the 800 if we would know the saving strength of God's right hand. Conflicts bring experience. And experience brings that growth in grace, which is not to be attained by any other means. Have you been on the deck in a storm? Out in great waters, out in the depths? Ask today, where else can we see the works of the Lord and His wonders in the deep? Where else can we know by experience the works of of the Lord in His wonders, in the deep. Conflicts vary. They're not all the same. Some are greater than others, and yet, they can all cause growth in grace. Think for a moment of the conflicts you've experienced, the conflicts you've faced. The conflicts you've found yourself in. The conflicts you've come through. The conflicts that have strengthened your relationship with the Lord. The conflicts that have emboldened your faith. That have increased your resolve. That have caused you to know by experience the works of the Lord and the saving strength of His right hand. Conflicts bring experience. And experience brings that growth in grace which is not to be attained by any other means. Some conflicts are external. And some are internal. And one can speak to the other. 
conflicts. We read of these, like David facing Goliath, or the disciples on deck in the storm, or what of 2 Corinthians 7, 4 and 5, great is my boldness of speech toward you, great is my boasting on your behalf, I am filled with comfort, I am exceedingly joyful in all our tribulation. For indeed, when we came to Macedonia, our bodies had no rest, but we were troubled on every side. Outside were conflicts. Inside were fears. Philippians 1, verses 27 to 30. Only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of your affairs that you stand fast in one spirit with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel and not in any way terrified by your adversaries, which is to them a proof of perdition, but to you of salvation and that from God. For to you it has been granted on behalf of Christ not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake. Having the same conflict which you saw in me, and now here is in me. The Amplified Bible reads, For you have been granted the privilege for Christ's sake, not only to believe in, adhere to, rely on, and trust in him, but also to suffer in his behalf. So you are engaged in the same conflict which you saw me wage and which you now hear to be mine still. A contest, an effort, a contention, a fight. You know, I can testify that conflict surely causes growth in grace. I'm sure we all know this conflict, should we be after the Lord, the struggle against ungodliness within, the internal conflict that arises because of our deep desire to follow the Lord. You know it's hard to explain. It's like this unholy rest within until it's all light. We've all known conflict. And for the believer, the conflicts of the past are to be drawn from to help us in the conflicts we face now and will face. The conflicts that brought experience and the experience that caused growth in grace. The conflicts that caused us to know the works of the Lord and His saving strength. You know, I say it again today. I've said it before. Don't forget what the Lord has done. Don't forget what the Lord has done. Psalm 77, verses 10 to 12. And I said, this is my anguish, infirmity. But I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the works of the Lord. 
Surely I will remember your wonders of old. I will also meditate on all your work and talk of your deeds. It's been rightly said, victory needs conflict as its preface. I've shared these words before. It is for your own benefit that God tells us to remember. The memory of our past deliverances helps to increase our faith for what we are going through right now. Are you facing a crisis? Do you have a menacing giant of a problem? At home? At work? Or in your family? The only way to face a giant is to do as David did. Remember the lion and the bear. By remembering God's faithfulness to him in his past crises, David could go up against Goliath without fear. When David volunteered to fight Goliath, Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. Thy servant slew both lion and bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. David knew the danger he was facing against Goliath. He wasn't some novice, a naive kid full of bravado and looking for a fight. No, David was simply remembering his past deliverances and how he looked his enemy squarely in the eye and stated, The Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. Multitudes of God's people today face giants on all sides, yet many cower, many cower in fear. Does this describe you? Have you forgotten the time you were so sick that you were close to death, but the Lord raised you up? Do you remember that financial disaster when you thought, that's it, I'm finished? Yet the Lord saw you through it and has kept you to this day? There are many things we don't understand and won't understand until we are home with Jesus. But I absolutely believe that God can heal and that he has a way out of every situation. The question for us is, where do we find the faith, the courage to stand up and gain victory in him? It comes only by remembering the lion and the bear. It comes when you are able to recall the incredible faithfulness of God and the past victories he has given you. You can't face a giant until you're able to envision and understand the majesty and glory of God in your life. I say by the Spirit of the Lord today, Gilead, is there no bomb there? heap of testimonies and stone. But I will remember the years 
of the right hand of the Most High. There are conflicts we face in this life. And they vary. Some conflicts are unique to the individual, to the couple, to the family, to the group of people endeavoring to follow the Lord. There is the mighty conflict. This conflict have all the true saints in common. J.C. Ryle said these words, Conversion is not putting a man in an armchair and taking him easily to heaven. It is the beginning of a mighty conflict in which it costs much to win the victory. Charles Spurgeon, we are foolish to expect to serve God without opposition. The more zealous we are, the more sure are we to be assailed. <laughs> Glory be to God, we know the end of the war. The great dragon shall be cast out and forever destroyed, while Jesus and they who are with him shall receive the crown. Let us sharpen our swords and pray the Holy Spirit to nerve our arms for the conflict. Never battle so important. Never crown so glorious. Every man to his post, ye warriors of the cross. And may the Lord tread Satan under your feet shortly. You know, the person that has accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior has entered into a mighty conflict. A mighty conflict. And the areas I'm about to mention are all part of the mighty conflict. How about that conflict with the flesh? For the flesh is at war with the spirit, and the spirit is at war with the flesh. A meshed in a battle that we must fight until we go to be with the Lord. I wonder today, can you testify of how this conflict has caused growth in grace? How this conflict has caused you to know by experience the works of the Lord and the saving strength of His right hand. As you've committed to battle the flesh and there have known the power of God Almighty. Galatians 5 16 to 18, reading from the J.B. Phillips New Testament. Here is my advice. This is good advice. Live your whole life in the Spirit, and you will not satisfy the desires of your lower nature. Whole life, whole life. For the whole energy of the lower nature is set against the Spirit, while the whole power of the Spirit is contrary to the lower nature. Here is the conflict. And that is why you are not free to do what you want to do. But if you follow the leading of the Spirit, you stand clear of the law. Pretty clear. And the advice is good. 
I've mentioned before the conflict we face with others that do not understand the life we now live. And we know there's a conflict with the world, but we have the promise of Christ. John 16, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. The message reads, I've told you all this so that trusting me, you will be unshakable and assured, deeply at peace. In this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties, but take heart. I've overcome the world. You know, the natural conflicts we face and the spiritual conflicts we face. These are great means for growth in grace. The Amplified Bible, I've told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world you will have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. But be of good cheer. Take courage, be confident, certain, undaunted. For I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. We understand that there is a conflict with the enemy, the enemy of our souls. He seeks to kill steal, to destroy. This conflict we face, Ephesians 6, verses 10 and 11, in conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through your union with Him. Draw your strength from Him, that strength which His boundless might provides. Put on God's whole armor, the armor of the heavily armed the heavy-armed soldier which God supplies, that you may be able successfully to stand up against all the strategies and the deceits of the devil. The J.B. Phillips New Testament, in conclusion, be strong, not in yourselves, but in the Lord, in the power of his boundless resource. Put on God's complete armor so that you can successfully resist all the devil's methods of attack. There are many conflicts, many conflicts in this life, many conflicts we face, and the Lord has an answer for them all, and the Lord is working in them all. You know, the desire of the Lord is that we grow in grace, and the truth remains that conflicts bring experience. And experience brings that growth in grace which cannot be attained by any other means. Now, church, we must never forget the times we stood on deck in the midst of the storm and saw the works of the Lord and His wonders in the deep. How we've seen the saving power of God's right hand. 
Perhaps we've come here today. We are in this place. What's the conflict? The conflict you are facing now? Can I encourage you today that this is a great opportunity for you to grow in grace? To know more of the works of the Lord and His wonders? To know the saving power of His right hand? You see, the truth is, we are so prone to pray that the conflict would end. We're actually prone to pray that the Lord would get us out of the conflict. Prone to pray that we would face no conflict at all. And yet I wonder if the Lord would have us stand side by side with King David and go into the pit to slay a lion or lift up the spear against the 800. Would you have a conflict-free life? Is that what you're praying for? Then don't pray to be used of God. There are conflicts the Lord will have us take on, and He will be with us, His power and His might upon us. Don't be so quick to pray that the conflict would end. What's the Lord's will? His purpose in it all. Let's not pray that the Lord would get us out of it. If it's His will that we be there. Let's not pray that we would face no conflict at all. You can have the worship team return today. First Chronicles 11, verses 22 to 24. Benaiah was a son, Jehoiada, the son of a valiant man from Kabzeel, who had done many deeds, was great in deeds. He had killed two lion-like heroes from Moab, He also had gone down and killed a lion in the midst of a pit on a snowy day. Thought about that this morning. And he killed an Egyptian, a man of great height, five cubits tall. In the Egyptian's hand there was a spear like a weaver's beam. And he went down to him with a staff, wrested the spear out of the Egyptian's hand and killed him with his own spear. These things Benaiah the son of Jehoiada did, and won a name among three mighty men. I just want to say this today. Can you receive it? Conflicts can win us a name among the mighty. We want to be used of God, used to further His kingdom, used for His purposes, His plans. Well, conflicts will come. We will find ourselves there. Conflicts can win us a name among the mighty, but we have to keep our wits about us, and we have to remain valiant. 
Now, the conflicts I just read in that portion of Scripture, we may never take on conflicts like these, but we will have our own according to the will and plan of the Lord. Do business in great waters. Be on the deck in a storm and see the works of the Lord and His wonders in the deep. Stand side by side with King David. Go down into the pit and slay the lion. Lift up the spear against the 800 and know the saving strength of God's right hand. The Lord God Almighty wants to make us mighty. And the mighty know victories. And victory needs conflict as its preface. Let's never forget that conflicts bring that growth in grace. Because of the experience... And it simply cannot be attained by any other means. Second Peter 3.18 But grow in grace, undeserved favor, spiritual strength and recognition and knowledge and understanding of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Messiah. To Him be glory, honor, majesty, and splendor both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. So be it. We all face conflict in this life as we endeavor to follow the Lord, to be used of Him for His purpose, to fulfill our call, our destiny on this side of eternity. There was a man named Smith Wigglesworth, used mightily in the realm of healing. He faced many things, many things, many conflicts. And it was said of him, Wigglesworth's dedication was tested he was tested physically and spiritually throughout his long and fruitful career. <laughs> Many conflicts. However, all that, all that he went through only instilled in him a determination to be more like Jesus. You know, if I can encourage us today, we need to draw strength today. From our greatest conflicts come our greatest victories. What are you facing today? You came in here, you're facing a conflict. Maybe something that was mentioned. Can you view it in a different light today? That it's a means for growth in grace that the Lord is trying to work and bring to you experience. Experience from which you can draw should future conflicts arise. Let's stand in the house of the Lord today so we begin to lift this song. If you'd like prayer today, the altar's open. Relating to the message or for any other need, Lord, whatever we are facing today, whatever conflict we find ourselves up against or in, Lord, I pray that we would understand that you have a purpose in it all. That we would trust in you. That we would draw strength from you today, knowing who you are, knowing that you are with us. Lord, I pray that through the conflicts we face, 
we would gain a name among the mighty. We want to be used of you, Lord. We don't pray for a conflict-free life. We want to be used of you for your glory, for your name, for the furtherance of the gospel. Use us, Lord.